Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, my way or the highway? My way or I'm going to tear you down. Were you in a relationship where you always seemed to get talked down to, where it just seems like those small little things got put on display or got talked about or laughed about or joked about of like, can you believe what she did? You know, can you believe what he just said? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, how could they be so stupid? Like, and you see this happen in relationships. You see this happen in in marriages. You see this happen like anywhere. And you're kind of like, wait a second. Like, I'm not that stupid. Like, I'm not dumb. Like, why are you treating me like this? You see, a lot of times narcissists like to belittle you and ultimately teach you lessons, show you that they're in charge, show you that they're the boss. And a lot of times they'll belittle you with their tone, with their actions, with their words, with anything they can do to lower and decrease your ego, your worth, and your confidence. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And I do that daily by trying to provide clarity for people who are struggling with cognitive dissonance, who are struggling with a trauma bond, who are struggling with feeling the ideas and the thoughts of, I know that this relationship is toxic. I know that it's not good for me. I know that I struggle, that I have high anxiety, that I have stress, that there's all this adrenaline going on when I'm in this relationship. I know I don't want to be in it, why do I keep going back? Why do I keep wanting this person in my life, even though every time they're in my life, it's hell? A lot of times struggling with a trauma bond can be really difficult. And I work with people and partner with people every single day, either in one-on-ones or in coaching, to try to be able to help them break free of that trauma bond, understand what cognitive dissonance is, to be able to walk away from the hope and the potential and live in an aspect of viewing it in truth, because the truth is what sets you free. And getting away from the truth and understand, getting away from those false lies and understanding the truth is what sets you free. And as you get away from that, you get to the place where you start to realize, hey, they're no longer in my life. I now have peace because I'm not getting actively abused, but it doesn't feel peaceful. Still feels lost, confused, boring at times. Like I don't know what's going on because you're going through a detox phase. You're going through limbo land, which is detox, which is rumination, which is wondering what in the world is going on. Am I the narcissist? What's actually happening? And I help people try to process that and work through it and get to a place where they're understanding, okay, who am I now? Like, how do I build back my self-confidence, my self-worth and understand where am I going now in the future so that I continue my life not living in a way that's going to attract the narcissist or get with the narcissist or go back or whatever it might be. If that's you today and you'd like to talk, would love to interact with you, please reach out. Either grab a link down below in the bio or go to rawmotivations.com. 
You can follow on all the other social media platforms out there, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, under Raw Motivations. You can interact with our community that we've built in the NARC app. Just type in N-A-R-C. stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, N-A-R-C. You can download it in Apple or Google Store. We'd love to have you interact there with monthly coaching, weekly lives, journaling, no contact tracker, courses, etc. Okay. But if that's you, reach out. Because if you're dealing with the trauma bond, you need to be in therapy. You need to be with a coach. You need to be with someone who's helping you make sense of the crazy making. Who's helping you make sense of the stuff that you're going through. Because a lot of it's hard and confusing to understand, right? A lot of it gets to the place where you're like, wait a second. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. But this person is making you feel like you're the smallest person ever. This person is making you feel like stupid. This person is making you feel like they're the teacher and you're the student. And that kind of like condescending looking down of like, how can you be this dumb? Like, let me explain to you what it actually is. And that's why a lot of times you see narcissists, especially covert narcissists that love to belittle you and teach you lessons. One of the books we've been looking at recently is The Covert Passive Aggressive Narcissist by Debbie Mirza. One of the sections in here talks about them belittling and says covert narcissists will belittle you in ways that are indirect and sometimes not noticeable. There's an overall message from them that they know more than you and that you're not doing it right. This gets more aggressive even during the discard phase. A lot of times that aspect of knowing more than you and making you feel low, you'll see in the household environment of like you're doing it wrong or like something's not correct, or you'll see it in the work environment with making you feel smaller because they took your idea or they did something that, you know, makes them feel better or try to look better than you. They can look like advice they give or constructive criticism. This can especially be cloaked when they are parents. They come across like they're trying to help guide you but leave you feeling disempowered and scared of life. Believing you don't have what it takes to figure things out. You get the subtle message that you're doing things wrong, but it comes in the form of concern for you. You feel the life go out of you, and you don't know why. With the belittling, with the small things, like it can be extremely tiny. A lot of times this is hard for people to see, understand, and especially see from the outside. For instance, like in my marriage, there was a, a big part of where I would come at her and I would belittle her about like the small ways of how she would fold my t-shirts. Literally, like that's ridiculous. But like how she would fold my t-shirts. I'd be like, they have to be folded this way. This is how I've always done it. Why can't you do it this way? Like, is this a problem? Like, why do you do it that way? Like, that is ridiculous. This is this is the right way to do it. Like, there was all these different thoughts, feelings, and, and concerns that I would say, hey, do it this way. But it was like the teacher role of, hey, if you don't do it this way, then you're doing it wrong. If you don't do it this way, then you don't care about me. If you don't do it this way, then you're hurting me. Like all these different types of things that are like muddled together of belittling the other person to say like, hey, if you don't do it my way, then you're not doing it right. And it also sends the subtle message to everybody else of like, hey, my way or the highway, my way or I'm going to tear you down. Okay. During the discard phase, Janine's husband moved out of the house closed their bank accounts without telling her, and met her to discuss how money was going to work to work from that point forward. She was a stay-at-home mom taking care of three kids, completely dependent on his income. He told her how much he would send for her each month. She told him that was less than half of what she usually needs for herself and the kids. He told her the same psychic who had previously said she traveled too much also told him that Janine had come to this planet to learn how to work hard and not to expect others to support her. 
He was helping her learn this lesson by keeping the money from her. A lot of times you'll see this in relationships of financial abuse, of ways to manipulate and control other people. And like, oh, I'm actually helping you. I'm actually making sure that you learn your lesson, that you need to learn some responsibility or accountability in this area. So I'm going to do something that's going to teach you and that's going to demonstrate this is what you need to do. But typically it looks more in the form of just punishment, taking things away or making you pay. Similarly, so can't talk today. Similarly, Mary remembers times her covert narcissist would become extra nice to people when she was when she was being direct and bold with him. He was letting her know indirectly that her behavior was too much as he tried to counteract her strength. He would also gently put his hand on her back to steer her away from them and to stop her from talking. This furthered the message that it was not okay for her to stand up to people. He was more concerned about what the other people thought than by standing by and supporting her. He was teaching her how to behave. This oftentimes is what narcissists do throughout the relationship. And just that example is like very subtle, right? Like a lot of you are probably like, whoa, like that seems like really small. But if you start to think about it, you'll probably see different areas in your life that you're like, wait a second, that was actually them guiding my behavior or conditioning me to act a certain way. And a lot of times we talk about this, but in the initial sense of the idea of grooming, of when the narcissist is trying to form the perfect partner, when the narcissist is trying to get the perfect person to serve them and to continue moving forward with what they want. The way the covert narcissist belittles spouses who have stuck by them for years, been faithful to them, and loved them is appalling, disturbing, and inhumane. Survivors often feel like prisoners in their own homes during the later stages of the relationship. They are told that they should and should not be doing and are treated like children that need guidance. It is so upsetting to see these good-hearted people breaking down as they tell me story after story of demeaning treatment they received by someone who thought that they loved them. And this is what you see in narcissistic relationships. How can I control another person? And typically that's going to be in a covert relationship of the idea of breaking them down, belittling them. Like you didn't wash that right. Like, did you load the dishwasher this way? Like, is this something you think was a good idea? A lot of times it comes through very subtle, very small can be tones it can be facial expressions it can be body language it can be stuff that you don't even pick up on till later down the road you're like wait a second that was actually them trying to subtly say do this or don't do this for me one of the things that i've had to learn is not just changing the words and changing what i'm saying to my wife but also learning the tones learning the body language there's been times like recently where she's been like, hey, like this is communicating one thing with your words, but then your body language is saying something else. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't have an, a clue. And so different things that I'm learning and understanding and that we're growing together, trying to figure out how this actually works to be able to say like, hey, like I'm not trying to belittle you. Like that's a habit. You know, that's something that I've done in the past, but here's like what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to communicate and understand with active listening of this is what's actually going on. Because otherwise, it's so easy to do. For a narcissist, it becomes habit. It becomes habitual of like, this is just the, um, the regular system. Is this a regular store of events of this is what happens. This is how I degrade and pull people down so that I can be the one in control. So that I can be the one that looks good. So I can be the one that's set up at a higher level. 
the person that's a teacher or guiding this person or telling this person, this is what you need to do because you did this wrong. And if I can tell them that they did something wrong, then it takes the blame off of me that I might have done something wrong and ultimately puts the narcissist in control.